What's good, y'all? What's up with it? Yeah, it's your girl, Poppy. And I'm Joanna, but you can call me Joe. Hey, y'all, it's Sierra. And you're tuned in to Girl, Let Me Tell You. Okay, so today's episode is all about me, who is Joanna. I'm really excited. So we're going to be talking about mental health and uh, mental battles as a Christian and what that can look like, and also about identity, how we identify ourselves as Christians. Um, But just jumping right in, I want to know, question of the day, how everyone is feeling. Sierra, you go first. And be honest. It's to be honest for me. Um, Being honest, I am feeling hopeful. So it's been a rough couple of weeks uh, spiritually and just like career-wise and just like different things like that. But in the same time, it's still been beauty in it. Like, you know, God is still there. He's still showing me himself and that, you know, I am called, I am seen, I am worthy. And then like career-wise, it's just like, do you still trust me? And I'm like, yeah, I do. So it's it's still good, but it's rough, but I'm hopeful. Oh, I love that. Thank you yeah. for sharing. Um, be honest about how I'm feeling. I'm feeling pretty good right now. Like I have had the opportunity this week to really reflect on just the past few years of my life and how much God has been working and moving and blessing um, me through some um, pretty rough patches. Um, And I've been able to really just kind of praise him and thank him for that and really just kind of be mindful of where I am and how it's, it's a blessing to be here. I'm glad that I'm able to look back on some not so great experiences in my life and be able to see like Sierra said, the beauty in it. And so I'm, I'm just so glad that, you know, God is in this business of blessing and, and making sure that we are staying faithful to him. So that's, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. Come on, business Love of it. blessing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I really love that we're kind of all in the same headspace in terms of like doing a lot of reflecting on, you know, our past situations, if I could put it that way, and kind of seeing how God is moving in the now. Mm -hmm. I think for me, how I'm feeling in all honesty, um, I'm feeling better than I was a few weeks ago, kind of in the same boat with Sierra. It's been a, it's been a rough time. I feel like life has really been lifing. Yeah, for me, that's fair. Um, since since graduation, I only have been out of school technically since May. So everything since then has kind of just been moving and going and going. And I haven't had much time for rest. And, you know, when I get this question, I don't normally tell the truth. It's always just like, I'm good. How are you? Girl, you lying. There's always something going on. There's I feel like there's always more we can talk about. We just never really open up about that. And that's kind of why I wanted to lead with that question. One, just to check in with you all, um, because we don't get to do this every day. Um, But to also check in with myself, because I think it's important to be honest with yourself, sis. It's okay. To be honest, I have been kind of struggling with some recent mental battles, if I can kind of put it that way. Um, 
you know, just kind of revisiting some old habits, kind of just like existing without being self-aware and without um, paying attention to purpose and walking in that. And I think, you know, as a Christian, I don't know if y'all can agree, you can kind of, you know, share your thoughts on this. As a Christian, for me, I can find it more difficult at times to struggle with mental health um, because I feel like I get in a space where it's like, God, I should know this. Like, I should know that I have power in my mind. I should know how to be control of my thoughts. I'm not getting that right now. And I'm struggling with that. And so because of that, I feel like lately, it's just been more of a a problem for me. Um, So what are y'all's thoughts on, you know, mental health as a Christian? And what are your experiences if you, if you care to share? Yeah. Um, that really kind of reminded me of my older sister. I remember one time I was going through a really rough patch in my mental health. And, um, she told me, she said, you know, I'm glad that you're going through these experiences so young and so early in life, because you have the opportunity to make decisions that I couldn't make when I was your age. And she opened up about, you know, maybe you should get a mental health therapist, she was like, because for, for her and her experience, not going to put her business out there in the streets, but she had told me, you know, that when she was going through some mental health issues, when she was in her twenties, she didn't go to mental therapy. She didn't do that. She just put everything to God and we can do that. And I'm completely here for it. But she was like, it took me so much longer to heal. And it took me so much longer to understand what was going on because I was really just putting it all to God and working through my own situations in that aspect, rather than having somebody who was a trained professional to do that, to talk me through it. And I was able to really kind of have the opportunity to talk about it now and kind of go through it now and heal from it sooner. Um, And I'm the person where I heard her. I appreciated that. But did I take the advice? No, because I'm a Christian woman and I'm like, you got to talk about it to God. What are you talking to (laughs) people for? You know what I mean? Um, And Mm -hmm. so I've had an interesting relationship with therapy and should I do it? Should I not do it? Maybe mental therapy is not that bad. (laughs) Maybe I should, could possibly maybe look into that. You know what I mean? So how do you guys Mm -hmm. feel about it? I usually go to God with everything that I deal with just because I feel like when I have mental struggles, it's just like so unique that only me and God understand. And so I usually just like start talking to him. I like talking to myself, like, you know, just different things like that. And so I'm like, okay, Sierra, like maybe you should try a therapist, but I'm like, they won't understand. They won't get it. Yeah, I get that. I've never done therapy. Um, I've never tried it. It's always something I've kind of just like, you know, entertained it. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do therapy. That should be cute. Um, but I've never actually taken the step as to, you know, like sign up and actually meet with someone um, because I I don't know what it is. I think I kind of have a fear of telling too much, um, which is weird um, because I know that therapy- That's kind of like what they're there for, right? It's right. right. I feel the same way. way. It's like, why (laughs) does this random person know my entire life story? You know what I mean? So I know I definitely get that for sure. I feel like I've always been like the strong friend or like the the strong family member that everyone tells their business to. So I think I have so much of that. I'm just like, mm, I'd rather keep it all and try to process it 
um, myself. Um, maybe one day I'll look into therapy. I, I think it, it, it's, it can be a really beneficial thing for a lot of people, but just for some reason, I can't bring myself to actually go through with it. And, and I don't really know why. I feel like there's like a stigma um, around therapy or at least it has been before. It's more of a thing now with, especially yeah. with like our generation and younger, but there is a stigma, like growing up as a kid, we don't talk about your feelings. You stop crying and you suck it up. You know, like you just have to kind of go through it like that. if if that makes sense. So no, that definitely makes sense because I've had moments where I've been like, Hmm, I probably would benefit from a therapist right now. Um, and, and that's okay. But have I ever actually done it? No, because I give it to God and then I keep praying about it and keep working on it myself. But see what, what I think the drawback is in, in working on, on yourself is that you have to be firm enough in your schedule and in your mind and in your body to continually work on those things. And I think that's where a therapist can really come in to kind of help you stay on schedule and help you stay on track. Whereas when it's just you and God, it's really you and God and you have to put that work in because if you don't, then you're going to be stuck there. You know what I mean? But it's, I think sometimes it's easier to go through situations like that with a partner or with somebody there to kind of coach you through that rather than having to just kind of really um, put the pieces together, you know, with God. Yeah. That's a good, a good uh, point you make. And I think like for me, what I have to think about in terms of like, you know, me wanting to go to therapy is how I was, how I was raised it's something like therapy for me is like a new learned behavior in a sense. Like it's something that I have to come to terms with and know that this is okay for me to actually talk about how I'm feeling. Um, but we definitely weren't created to do life alone. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like everyone at some point has experienced that period of isolation in a way and knows that that does not feel good to not be around people um, like a good support system, people that care for you and that will pray for you um, and just talk you through some things. So um, therapy, try it out. Lesson of the day, try it out. Just do it. If you're thinking about it, just do it. As Christian women, as women of faith, how do you kind of practice refocusing your mind when you get to those low moments, when you find yourself struggling with your mental health? I know for me, I can go ahead and go and speak first because this is something I had to do recently. Um, I like me time. Me time is necessary. It's like non-negotiable for me. Um, so one way that I like to kind of detach from not necessarily my mind or what's going on, but just from the world is to go out by myself, eat something, go do something fun, just to kind of get my mind off of the, the chaos that's going on around me. Um, sermons too, also, I think kind of help bring you back to the truth and what you already know. I really love relearning things that I've learned before. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the best ways for me to do so is to rewatch Sarah Jakes Roberts on YouTube or TD Jakes or whoever it may be. Gospel music. Absolutely. There's nothing more healing than God's word. So those are just some three, you know, practical ways that I kind of like to stay on top of, you know, my mental health or try to refocus and recenter in that way. Yeah, those are really nice. Um, mm -hmm. I can add that I journal. Um, I write. So if I'm ever like, 
I got too many thoughts going on at the same time. I don't know what's going on. I sit down, I get my journal, I get my phone out. I just write like all the thoughts that are just going a million miles a minute. I write it down. I get it out. The sentence might not make sense. The sentence might not ever finish. It might be five sentences all in one, but just having it out of my mind and onto paper really allows me to be like, okay, I can actually see this a little bit more clearly. Um, Cause I'm pretty, I'm a pretty visual person. Like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people that watch movies and their TV shows don't allow themselves to get um, plugged into the the TV show's reality, right? I will unplug. And when I watch a show, baby, I'm in that show. I'm like, oh my <laughs> God, like, I can't believe it's raining today. And then I come back out and I'm like, oh, it's a sunny, beautiful day outside. Okay, anyways. <laughs> but I really allow myself to let the movie draw me in because it, it, it allows me to just kind of escape reality and where I am. And I think that's the really beautiful thing about videos movies tv anything like that because they really are made to to entice you and to pull you out of your reality so you can kind of be somewhere else for a little bit and so I think for me that's one of my main things you know besides journaling and talking to God about it Mm -hmm. um and sometimes there's some beautiful lessons in tv shows depending on what you watch and allow yourself to kind of um you know put yourself into so yeah um for me it's to be still um, so I know I'm an advocate for taking off of work. <laughs> like, hey, I'll sit, take, take the day. I'll take two, three if you have to. And so <laughs> that's something that's me. Like, I just be still. So, you know, I kind of just like, like you said, unplug just like from the, from the world in a sense, like even like friends and family. Like I also, you know, click that button to put my phone on mute. You know, I hit focus for you not disturb. Um, and so that's just the way I do. Like I, I be still when I notice my mental is, you know, kind of going haywire a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, stop and, you know, invite that peace back in and, you know, refocus and things like that. I wanted to say too, like for the listeners and the watchers out there, hey y'all, for any of y'all who actually might be going through this now to not neglect the power of the words that you speak and the power of your thoughts, the power of your mind. I remember driving to work one day and I was praying and God was like, Joe, you know, it's not that you're not speaking or that's, it's not that you're speaking negatively. It's just that you're not speaking at all. At if that all. makes sense. Like I wasn't speaking life into my life, like into my situations. Like I was just thinking and thinking and thinking like, woe is me. And that was all it was. Um, so he really convicted me and asked me, you know, why, why do you get silent when things go wrong? Why do you, um, you know, disconnect yourself from me and from the word and from prayer, open your mouth, you know, your words have power. All this power has been given you through given to you through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. So let me into your thoughts, let God into your thoughts and into your heart. He wants to hear from you. He wants to be there for you and he won't force himself in either. He won't force Mm -hmm. himself into your space. But you have to remember that it's a choice to keep God in your circle. Um, but he wants to be your friend. He, he wants to, to talk to you today. So open your mouth and let him know what's going on. Even though he already knows, he wants you to meet him there halfway so you can be free, be free from that. Girl, I love that. I love everything you just said. I hope the listeners was taking notes because, honey, that was good. I was over here like taking notes good. mentally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I remember you said earlier you want to talk a little bit about identity as well. And since this is a get to know Joanna episode, I would love to know 
how do you define identity and what does that really mean to you? That's a great question. I don't have a set definition, but what I would say is I always consider two major influences. Mm -hmm. So just taking it back to school real quick. I was in a human development class. I think it was emerging adulthood. And we talked about identity for like several weeks out of the semester. And I was so intrigued and fascinated by it. Um, But she had us write down two major influences on our identity that basically shape how we see ourselves and how we see the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. Um, So my two major influences that I talked about were my family and of course, God. Um, I said my family because you know, your upbringing is where you learn all of your values, all the good lessons um, and the bad, but then you learn from those as well. And then of course, God, because I believe that my identity is in Christ. Um, So of course, that's going to be a major influence of how I see the world, you know, really for truly what it is. So my question to you, ladies, is what are your your two major influences that kind of influence your identity and how you see yourself, Poppy? You go first. But wait, I have a follow-up question to your okay. your two identity thingy. Um, mm-hmm. So within God and your family and using that to identify yourself, how do you think those entities allow you to be who you are? Does yeah. that make sense? I think it just comes naturally because one... God created me um, and he gave me the family that he assigned my family to me and me to them. So I think it's so easy, easy for me to be myself using those two major influences because that's home for me, if that makes sense. I don't have to be someone else around my family because they know me sometimes better than myself. Um, And God for sure knows me better than I know myself. So I think for me, it's just that innate ability to be me um 100 at all times um and so that's why I was it was really a no-brainer when I was in class and I was like oh easy family I love them God I love him you know so yeah no that's really cool I love that um I don't know if I can put my identity into two things I think my identity has changed so much over the past two years, I've become a mother. And that is a role that I'm just learning so much about. And I'm still finding my identity through that. So I would probably say motherhood is probably a really big influence on me. I always say that I would never be who I am or where I am without um, my family and without Christ. So I feel like I would have to put them into one because that's like you said, it's home, you know, and a lot of who I am and a lot of why I think the way I think and do the things that I do is because of the way that my parents raised me. And then I look at my sisters and the conversations that I have with them and how they have been mentors and, and, and just really great people for me to kind of look up to. That's just, it just has to be like that. You know what I mean? But I feel like I have a third component and I don't know really how to describe it. Um, but I think the third component for me, and this is going to sound so crazy. I feel like I'm just hitting a revelation right now, but I feel like the third component for me is maybe it's people just in general. Like I can't say it's a certain person or it's like a certain thing, but like people 
just in general would be that third like factor that just has always influenced me and kind of helped me find who I am through other people's um, journeys and experiences. Does that make sense? It does because you are a people person. Yeah, I am. But yeah, I think I think those three right now are the ones that are really driving where I'm going. Love that. What about you, Sierra? Sierra, this beat is okay. Sorry. Two major influences for my life to help with identity is definitely Christ Jesus. And I would also say my friends. So Jesus, of course, just because, you know, he knew me before he formed me in my mother's womb, like who I am came from him. You know, there's a purpose for, you know, for who I am. A couple of days ago, I was in Bible study and I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the Holy Spirit or what, but it was just like I was praying and then I heard identity. Well, like the first time, like in my heart, I actually thank God for who he created me to be because identity is something that I've struggled with for years, for years. Um, But I was actually like, Lord, like, thank you for who you created me to be. You know, thank you for the heart that you gave me. Thank you for how I treat people, you know, what I do in my life and stuff like that. Because to me, it's, it can kind of go against the world. Like, thank you for allowing me to be nice. You know, a lot of people ain't nice nowadays. Like, it's like a rarity to be nice, Mm -hmm. but that's just like who I am at my natural core and things like that. And so I was like, well, God, like, thank you for who you created me. Like, I just, I just kept saying that because I was like, wow, like, it was amazing. It was actually amazing. And it was freeing. And I'm just like, you know, and this is what I'm going to walk in and I'm going to walk in it happy you know, being who God created me to be. And so it's it's just a lot that we're talking about identity right now because I have been Wednesday maybe. Wow. But in, yeah, so I, I feel free to be who God created me to be. And I love it. Um, so definitely in Jesus. <laughs> and I would say my friends, just because like I'm, honestly like I live all four seasons around them but it's like we just do different things so it's like I'm able to see myself in different environments so like whether we go out whether we stay in whether we're at a game at church out to eat like I just see myself in different environments and how I am in certain areas and so and my friends allow me you know to be myself and so it's just that openness so to real in, I would say Jesus and definitely my friends love that me too Sierra that was just like a very heartwarming moment for me I'm glad that you know you were able to get that from God because I think just the freedom that you experience when God lets you know that you are his or reminds you that you are his and it's okay like you said to be who he's created you to be there's no feeling like that and I really appreciate you sharing that with us. man I needed to hear that today I was having a conversation with a friend last night and I was talking about how growing up, I was never the person that wanted to be married. I'm going to put it out there now. I never wanted to have children. I never wanted to be married. When people ask me what I wanted to do or what I wanted to be, being a mom, being a wife was never on my list of things to do. It just wasn't. We can. That's another conversation for another episode. But where it all came full circle was the fact that I'm obviously a mother now. <laughs> and God has been working on my heart and my mind to see that I do want to be a wife one day. And I do want the family. And I do want these things. And I think it's so 
amazingly beautiful, how God will make your life come full circle and the things that you don't think that you can be or can't should be. He's like, oh, I already knew you were going to be this because I made you, I created you and you can be a mother. You will be a mother. You will be a great mother. You could have never seen yourself being in these situations, but he's able to show you through different experiences in life and through different people or just even a conversation like Joanna said just saying identity or saying daughter who you really are and it's it's so it's just so crazy to even think about because he really will tell you who you are and he will show you who you are and he'll show you that through Christ and I think that that's amazing so Sierra your entire story your entire experience I needed to hear that today so thank you and I think the reason why I wanted to talk about identity is because it's something that has just recently become very important to me, you know, finding my identity in Christ, solidifying it and living that daily and Mm -hmm. not trying to be swayed by the people that I'm around or the world around me. Um, Just trying to be more consistent in my faith because God is consistent and I want to try to emulate his character as much as possible. And I think just to let someone know, like if you are struggling with, you know, trying to find your identity, whether you're Christian or not, um, there is a way to do that. And that we believe is through, through Jesus. So if you haven't already give him a try and like Poppy said, he will, he'll show you, um, who you are. And I just love God. I just do. I, I just you don't love God. What's wrong, What's wrong with, you? with you? I was about to say I listen. love God. You don't love God. Listen. Yes. And I want to say too, like, I don't have it all figured out. Um, right. like I just said, like this is something that I've just recently become like intrigued with in a way, like finding my own identity, understanding my own sense of self in Jesus and helping other people to do the same. Um, especially like the kids that I'm working with now. Um, so just making clear, Joanna don't have it all together. Bobby don't have it all together. At Sierra all. don't have it all together. Right. <laughs> we are not no experts. Okay. And I think, mm. I think it's okay that we're not experts in everything. I think the whole really purpose of this podcast is so that we can talk about our experiences and talk about different um, journeys and lessons that we've learned to maybe touch someone else to help them on their journey. So that's really what this podcast is for. And I, every time we record a freaking episode, I'd be like, look at my sisters. Look at they is really out here doing it child and I'm just so proud of both of you and every time we do this it just it reminds me of of the why you know what I mean like because not only are we learning things from each other um, but hopefully the people who are listening and or watching are learning something from this too and that's really just the hope for this and the goal so I'm glad that we're here yeah, and I love sure. that. And I just wanted to say, like, this little piece of encouragement for people out there is just that, like, when you know who you are and when you know your identity in Christ, like, walk in that and accept it. You know, don't try to hide from it. Don't think, oh, God, well, that personality is too much. Like, you know, I'm always out here or I talk a lot or I'm on the stage or, you know, I'm kind of quiet. Like, I'm like a great support system. But it's just like when you find out who you are, like, love that and walk in it with happiness, you know? And the song that I think about is um, Men of Your Word, I like Maverick City Music, whatever. And like the part of the song that says like, I am who you say I am. Yeah. And it's like, I am, yeah. And so like, I just kind of like said that part over and over again, just like, okay, God, like, I am who you say I am, you know, so. 
be proud of who God has called you to be because it's great and it's what the world needs exactly Mm -hmm. that part Mm -hmm. yes but I mean I also will be transparent in saying that when God shows you who you are and if it's not who you thought you were going to be it is okay Mm -hmm. to to have that moment of like dang because never wanted to be a mom it was never on my list things to do and when he showed me, oh, no, this is who you are. Like, you might have been trying to fight it all these years and saying it, but this is who you are. It took me time to really um, adapt and to really grow in that and accept that. And it's okay. If it, if it takes you a, a month, you all right. If it takes you two, you okay. But knowing the power that comes from being identified by God and the and the the blessings that come from walking in that and, and being confident in that child, when you get there, God is going to show you some things that you never thought were even possible. So I Mm -hmm. completely 1000% agree with what Sierra said, but it's okay. If it Mm -hmm. takes you time, it is okay. Oh, for sure. 100%. That makes me think about um, (laughs) who, what was her name in the Bible? Um, She was basically a prostitute and God brought her up oh Rahab yes yes this makes me think of Rahab he pulled that woman from the trenches and her offspring led into the offspring of the little baby Jesus and so I think (laughs) it is just so amazingly powerful when God calls you and he identifies you and he pulls you up pulls you out pulls you to the left to the right to the left to the left everything you own when he does that baby take it and run with it what i will say too is like there's nothing that another person can say about you or speak over you that god's perception of you won't triumph or won't overcome period um i think like like poppy said when you understand who you are in christ and you finally accept it Mm -hmm. and come to terms with it you just have a certain level of newfound confidence that is just like, Mm -hmm. I'm a kingdom's kid and nobody can tell me otherwise. I'm God's child. So like, what's up? What you got to say now? Cause I promise you it won't phase me this time around. The blessings Mm -hmm. that God has waiting for you are not going to disappear because some random person on the street said, Oh, uh, uh, she walking like she got that do not matter. The, the mansion that the Lord is building for you is not going to just fall down because so-and-so has something to say or something to do, or they did something to you. Do not let these distractions and these uh, troubles and trials come into your face and make you feel like because this has happened, your future is gone. Because this has happened, God's taken this away because what is meant for you is meant for you, period you cannot miss out on what God has for you. You can't miss it. Just thinking about this kind of reminds me of the story of the woman with the issue of blood um, in the Bible. I don't know exactly where it is, um, but basically she was struggling with this illness for so long and was kind of like ashamed of it. It almost became her identity in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so if when you're reading in the passage, it says that she kind of just touched um the hem of the garment oh yeah yes lord yes lord and if i could just get to him yeah if i could just get to him through the crowd i know i may not be able to see him or touch him like i want to but i just gotta just one touch from jesus is 
all you need really and we can see that in his word and from then he reaffirmed her like I see you because he said somebody just touched me like I just felt some power leave me just now I gotta see what this is about and I just think that it's such a beautiful reminder to know that God will stop in the midst of everything that's going on of it all to acknowledge you Mm -hmm. where you are Mm -hmm. and reassure you that you were his Mm -hmm. he would say daughter I see you I've got you everything that you've been going through I'm taking care of it consider it done yep Mm -hmm. don't worry anymore because I've got your back Baby, we don't know anything. Praise him in advance. Do you hear <laughs> yes. me? Yes. It through the trials, through the tribulations. Baby, you better say, I already know I gotta go through it because it's here, but I already know I'm gonna make it to the other side. That's why you mm-hmm. that's the mindset that you have to be in when you face these trials and you face these tribulations and you have the sicknesses, like Joanna said. I'm going through it because it's a part of my process, but baby, I already know I'm gonna make it to the other side. I already know. Yes. Praise him in advance. God for this. people like put it god for this you just move different when you You know whose you are you know it's such a beautiful thing to just be reminded that you've been adopted into the family of god i just love that um but i want to leave the people with some practical ways that they can do all of these things Mm -hmm. um and y'all just chime in but i have four different ways that you can embrace your identity in christ the first it's easier said than done but release your past You are no longer enslaved to your past mistakes, guilt, shame, whatever. God has freed you from that. If if you've accepted Jesus into your heart, you're a new creation. That's what the word says. I'm not making that up. That's what the word says. Two, read your word. Don't neglect the truth that is found in God's word. Learning about God, I think, helps you learn about yourself. Because like Poppy and Sierra said, he will reveal yourself more and more to you um, through his eyes. Three, prayer. Prayer time is important. God wants to hear from you. I feel like for me personally, prayer and quiet time is one of the most intimate ways that I've been able to connect with God. And it's just helped me strengthen my um, relationship with him even more. And lastly, this is kind of like tying everything in, but practice daily healthy habits that draw you near to God. For example, If you know you need to go to bed at 10 o'clock, go to bed at 10 o'clock. It may seem simple, but like I said earlier, God is a consistent God. Let's practice being consistent every day. You know, your body is a temple. You should take care of it. Rest is important. God rested. So rest. I would just say, you know, just say yes to whoever God called you to be. Say yes. You know, Joanna, I really appreciate um, this Who's Joanna episode. I appreciate the topics that you brought to us. I appreciate Um, learning more about you and who you are through um, identity and mental health. I, I really have enjoyed this episode and kind of seeing a a different side of you, if I can say it that way. It's been really, really nice. So thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I'm just happy to be back, child. I feel like I haven't done this in so long. And I just want to reiterate what Poppy said earlier. I love being a part of this podcast because it really does feel like family um and I just appreciate being able to come here and be myself you know no judgment zone um to talk about the things that are kind of on my mind and help other people 
um, you know, work through whatever they're needing to work through. Um, so you ladies are a big part of now my identity being a part of the girl. Let me tell you, team, because period. I just I love being here. So thank you all for giving me this opportunity. Joanna Sierra, I always appreciate you coming and talking with me um, to the listeners and watchers out there. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you so much more than you know. And yes, you all, you know, the conversation does not stop here. But in the meantime, like us on Facebook and follow us on our Instagram. And of course, you know, you can always tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Girl Let Me Tell You Podcast. I really enjoyed this episode today. The conversation was amazing and much needed. I hope y'all listening and watching out there learn more about me. Um, but thank y'all so much for tuning in and we will see y'all next time on Girl Let Me Tell You.